Welcome to the Attorney Marketing Institute podcast. This is the podcast where you learn simple but effective ways to grow your law practice in just one hour a week. That's right, this is not your grandfather's podcast and we're not talking about your grandfather's marketing. We're talking about 21st century law firm marketing. Let's do it. Hey everybody, this is Nick Pavlidis, and thank you so much for being here for another episode of the Attorney Marketing Institute podcast. Now, if you've been a listener for a while, you know that we paused, we sort of had a season, season one, about 13 episodes plus the intro, where we talked about some really cool topics, like the only three people you need to meet to grow your law practice, like crushing conferences, which has turned into a full course that we've recorded most of the videos, about to go live on the Academy if you want a deep dive into crushing conferences the steps that you take, and some checklists, things that you can even print out and use at your law firm. You print out the checklist for crushing conferences. And if you want people to choose and attend conferences like the way we teach, then you can even ask them, say, hey, I uh, have you filled out the form? So that way I know that you've planned, pre-planned all the things for you to get a good return. Or if you want to propose something, you could say, hey, I took this. If you're the lawyer and not the marketing internal marketing person, you can print out the form say, hey, these are, this is the conference. This is why I want to go there. This is how I'm going to pre-plan and prepare for to get a positive return on my investment of time and money. This is the, here's a form I can, I can show you I filled out. All of those things, we want to make marketing easier, more effective, less time consuming. We want you to be able to market your law practice in one hour a week. So if you haven't been through season one of the podcast, make sure you check those episodes out because there's some real base level. We're going to talk about some more base level. Then we're going to get pretty strategic, even more strategic with some nuanced ways to promote your law practice here on season two. Season two is probably going to be longer. We're probably going to have more than 13 episodes and we may just keep it going because we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. So before I dig in today's topic, today's topic is important. As we get near the end of 2018, I want you to start thinking about not just giving up on 2018, but I want you to think about how you are going to stand out in 2019. So I'm going to talk about three ways a lot of lawyers are not uh, marketing themselves and that is key to being able to stand out. So if this is something that you're comfortable with, that any of these three things that you're comfortable with, or it's something that you, you really want to stand out so you're willing to learn, we're going to have some courses on those in the, um, in the academy, three different courses on these three things, actually. And if it's something, if you're open-minded about being sort of standing out by being one of few instead of one of many doing some strategies, then this episode will start to get you excited perhaps, or it'll start getting those wheels turning. So for, for those of you who are used to the traditional way of marketing, that's not what we talk about here. Well, we do talk about some of that stuff, but we focus in on how do we build relationships with the three types of people that you really need in order to grow your law practice. Those are prospects. Those are people. Prospects are people. I don't care if you represent companies. You can't build relationships with companies. You can build relationships with people at companies. Number two, influencers. Those are the people who like reporters and podcasters and and writers, those are the people who influence the prospects, the people your prospects listen to, watch, read, all that stuff. And then finally, gatekeepers. Gatekeepers are sort of like the traditional, um, the traditional referral sources, other trusted advisors, vendors who serve the same type of people, but people who your prospects and future clients 
pay already. They they are three different type of people. A lot of people only focus on referral sources or only focus on prospects. And in fact, I don't want you to focus too much on prospects, most law practices, because you spend a lot of time, especially the larger firm practice, you spend a lot of time with one-on-one cold prospects even if one out of a hundred pans out, you've spent a lot of time building relationships. Even if one of 10 pans out, you spent a lot of time building relationships that won't, um, that won't come to any fruition. Now, if you do it wisely, you can get some benefit from there. You can build a good relationship and never get hired and get referrals from them. I've done that several times, but I want you to focus on the things that will move you forward, whether you succeed or don't succeed on that individual basis. So if you spend time with a prospect, how can you make sure that it's mutually beneficial for you and them from the beginning so you don't waste your time by design? So if you want, I uh, last season, I offered listeners a deal for 100 people. So I reset that. So that way we start over at a hundred again, we've had people, we have a bunch of people in the academy now who've gone through a bunch of the courses and we're adding more courses and things like that. But since we're kicking off season two, and maybe I'll do this every season, I don't know, but since we're kicking off season two, the we're, I'll give the promotion again. If you use the code podcast, you go to attorneymarketinginstitute.com slash academy and if you want to subscribe, you can get any course there. You just pay once and, and get your instant access to the course and then implement that stuff to get a return on your investment. Start putting that stuff in practice so you can start working towards a return on your investment there. But if you want instant access to all our courses and then to get instant access to the new courses as we add them, we've already recorded crushing conferences. So that's getting finalized and we're going to put that up live. It may be live by the time you're listening to this. We have a professional speaker and comedian teaching how to speak more confidently and how to use humor in a professional setting to better communicate in and out of your office. That's going to be a real fun course. I'm planning that with him. That's probably going to be a little ways out. How to network with impact. We already have crushing conferences. Like I, like I said up there, we have social media for lawyers. We have how to set the smartest goals for your practices. The one that the ones that really take into account the fact that a human needs to implement them. And, and this is way more than a smart goal. We've all heard smart goals. I like smart goals because they make you think, but the problem with smart goals, they only look good on paper. So we teach you a better strategy for that. And then we're going to talk about some of the topics, the three topics topics we're going to um we're going to talk about in this episode which are three ways to stand out in 2019. So if you do want to join the academy, you'll get instant access as we put out all these courses and more. Those are just the ones that are in the pipeline and these are premium courses. So these are the social media course, the $3,000 course by itself. So if you want to subscribe to it, you, it's $4.97 a month, but with the code podcast, the first 100 people who use that code is a hundred. I set it back up to hundred. The first hundred people who use that code can get two hundred and fifty dollars per month off, as long as you're there. So if you leave and come back and their codes are gone, you got to pay whatever the rate is there. When we raise, if we raise the rates as we add more and more and more courses, because we'll add more and more and more value from four ninety seven up to seven ninety seven or nine ninety seven or whatever, you stay locked in there. So you can stay locked in at two hundred and forty seven dollars a month. If you are an early actor, if you are an early adopter, if you take action to get ready for next year. So head on over to attorneymarketinginstitute.com slash academy 
make sure you enter that code podcast and you can join us in the academy learn reach out to me with any questions i love um, hearing questions from students because especially when they come up more than once i'll record an additional module for everyone to share the uh, the benefit of your questions and my answer so i'm really excited about that now today Let's kick right into the content, and it's three ways to stand out in 2019. Now, the the key phrase there is stand out. So how do we stand out? There are so many lawyers. When I got to New York in 2004, it felt like I was just an ant in an anthill. I felt like there were so many lawyers out there, but how could I stand out? And at the time, standing out meant being on social media. 2004 was just getting, half the stuff didn't even start. So 2005, 2006, as Facebook and Twitter started really expanding, LinkedIn, all that stuff. Being on social media was sort of being a maverick because lawyers were concerned about that. They were concerned about all the ethical obligations. And we still are a little, or many lawyers are a little confused about how to be ethically compliant on social media. So make sure you take, listen to that social media episode of the podcast we had, but we, where we talk a little bit, we, we all know, or many of us know the rules now, and there are new stuff, there's new stuff coming up. So now the social media landscape, it's still not as crowded as it normally would be as after 10 years of doing something, but you don't necessarily stand stand out just by being on social media. So I'm going to share three things that you can do now that are still early on in the process, but super effective ways to stand out. So here we go. Number one, start a podcast. Now, there are two types of podcasts. Number one is a solo podcast. This is pretty much a solo podcast. I'll have some of my friends on, some guests on who I think could add value to you. But for the most part, it's me and a microphone. There are some advantages of that. You can show off your knowledge. Uh, if you have a good personality, you can be you can be personable. So you can put some sort of a voice and some sort of a personality to the information. And you don't have to worry about coordinating schedules and things like that. So I like that this is a solo podcast, but a lot of lawyers or other people prefer a, an interview-based podcast where you interview other people. There are advantages to that. So the solo podcast, before we get into the specifics of interview podcasts for solo podcasts, it does not have to be legal related. So a lot of lawyers get concerned about starting a podcast because they feel like I can't give legal advice. I don't want you to give legal advice, perhaps. I want you to talk about things that your prospects care about. And for example, there has been a recent study that shows corporate law departments, if that's where you are, they want three things. The corporate lawyers, they're interested in three types of content. Number one, content from big publications about their industry. Number two, legal updates, certainly legal updates, not necessarily legal advice. And number three, business advice. So their industry, industry news, their business, business advice, business strategy, like productivity tips, things like that. And number three, legal updates. So you can provide all those things for an industry if you are looking to penetrate an industry with your practice, which is a real uh, beneficial way to build relationships because people can get to know you that way. So you can do all those things without giving any legal advice. You could have a podcast episode about the construction industry and you talk about projects that are going live and stuff like that. And you can talk about construction industry updates and you can talk about legal updates in just a small portion of it by saying, hey, I'm a construction lawyer. This is what's going on in the construction industry. It can be local. It doesn't have to be national. 
Um, it can be national, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, if you are national, it's a great way to use your podcast to network with people. If you feature publications there, for example, so we talked about influencers who are writers and other podcasters. If you feature an article, say, Hey, there's a great article in, um, in some industry magazine, in, in renovation magazine or something like that, by this person, you can then reach out to that person over email and say, thank you. I just uh, featured, I mentioned your article on my publication, put a link to it on my podcast blog or podcast website. And that's a good way to use your podcast, even though it's a solo podcast, as a way to network with people who are relevant to the industry. Because what's going to happen after that? You're going to be the person who featured them. That's what they want. They want more eyeballs on their reading. They want their reading to reach more people. So you can be a source for that. And perhaps in the future, you can be a source for them as they write more articles about that. So start a solo podcast is a great way to do it. You can, I do have a solo podcast checklist for the Attorney Marketing Institute. If you go to attorneymarketinginstitute.com slash podcast checklist, totally free, tells you all the equipment. In fact, the equipment I'm using right now to start a solo podcast. So podcast checklist, attorneymarketinginstitute.com slash podcast checklist. You can just download that for free. You sign up for our newsletter and, uh, and we will send that right over to your email address. Number two, interview podcasts. Now, this is, this is the second type of a podcast that you would start where you interview influencers and other experts and business people in the industry. This gives you a little bit more of a one-on-one. It's a little more difficult because you need, basically you interview them over Skype or over Zoom video conference, but you need to reach out to a lot of people, coordinate schedules. And if you have an assistant who can help you with that, that's great, but they're also busy. We don't want to add more uh, to their plate if, uh, if we don't have to. But an interview podcast is a great way, a very low pressure way to reach out to someone who's the involved in a company or an in-house counsel at a company that you want to network with, or that you have, or this way you can have something to offer people when you meet them. If you meet someone, they're an ideal prospect perhaps, and you say, Hey, you know, I do an industry podcast on the restaurant industry. I would love to interview you on some of the trends that you're seeing. Again, it doesn't have to be a legal uh, podcast. In fact, I prefer that it not be a legal podcast. a legal podcast. I prefer that your podcast, whether it's interview or solo, shows you as being interested, relevant, and knowledgeable about the industry that you want to penetrate. So restaurant industry podcast, interview restaurateurs, et cetera, interview ideal prospects about what they're, what's going on there with them, not just a, from a legal perspective, Hey, tell me about new projects. What new restaurants are you going, you opening up? They will love that stuff and you get to just network with them and add value to them and they can refer you to their friends and family. They'll share your show. So it is positive that way. And it helps, it just helps you expand your network. So that's number one, start a podcast yourself, either solo or interview podcast. You can go to attorneymarketinginstitute.com, get our podcast checklist. So slash podcast checklist, and we'll send that over to your email. Number two is be a podcast guest. I don't do this enough. I love being a podcast guest. Advantages are you just need the equipment. You don't need to do any of the editing. You don't need to host the website or anything like that. But as a podcast get guest, it allows you, if you offer enough value to build relationships with influencers who are the podcasters, and it allows you to meet prospects by the room, virtual room full. So if the average podcast, if it gets a couple hundred downloads, even if it's a couple hundred downloads, there are some that get tens and tens of thousands of downloads. 
Uh, but even if the average podcast only gets a couple hundred, then if you pick your podcasts correctly, if you pick, pick a restaurant industry podcast and you want to like restaurant developers or something like that, or restaurant startups or something, and you know, that's an industry you want to serve. Even if it's 200 people, imagine walking into a room with 200 ideal prospects there just giving you all their attention. You're literally in their ears. Your voice is in their ears. There's something about the intimacy of the voice that gets relationships built. So imagine if if I invited you to come talk with 200 of your ideal prospects about something that's relevant to them and offer them value, how many of you would accept? Well, even the lower podcasts will get that per episode. And when I say average, I mean, below average, get 200. I have a podcast with my two kids that averages over a thousand downloads, and that's just a goofy family podcast. So you can be a podcast guest. Now, the key there is you build this relationship with the listeners and offer an easy way for them to follow up with you. So for example, like the podcast checklist I offered to you, if you want to start a solo podcast, you go to attorneymarketinginstitute.com slash podcast checklist. If I were on a, uh, another law firm uh, podcast, I was on the happy lawyer project, for example, great podcast for lawyers. And I offered 21 two minute marketing tips. If you go to attorneymarketinginstitute.com slash 21 tips, or I think if you go to attorneymarketinginstitute.com slash happy lawyers, you will see that I set up a page that says, here's what I promised. Send me your email address and I'll send you the, uh, the 21 marketing tips. And I still have people, I recorded that interview months ago and I still have people coming because podcast episodes are something that are evergreen. Generally speaking, they don't expire. The content's relevant a year from now and it'll be relevant two years from now. And the podcaster continues to promote the episodes, even the old ones they send out on social media. So if you are a podcast guest, you're going to have other people promoting you because it also promotes their brand. So pick the right ones and offer some something of value to them. Even if you don't have the tech set up like I do, you could say, hey, just go to, um, you can even put it up on your website as a download, or you can say, email me at nick at attorneymarketinginstitute.com, include the podcast checklist or something in the subject line, and I will gladly send it back to you. Generally speaking, if you can get the tech behind it, super simple. If you do get that, if you are a member of the Attorney Marketing Institute Academy, when we put the podcast guest course, I'll walk you through all the software so you can see me on the screen setting it up. Super simple. It's really cool. Um, But otherwise, just keep it simple. Hey, send me an email to this and I'll send it right back to you. So as a podcast guest, you get access to dozens or hundreds or sometimes thousands of ideal people. You offer them true value, non-promotional value, and then offer a way for them to follow up with you. That's a great way to stand out because not a lot of people are doing it. Number three way to stand out with your attorney marketing in 2019 is to build that email list. So build a list for your newsletter that's not just current clients. Give people a reason to join your newsletter, like my podcast checklist. When you go to attorneymarketinginstitute.com slash podcast checklist, you'll say, hey, thanks for coming here to download that, join our newsletter, and I'll send it over to you. And you can opt out, you can unsubscribe anytime if we're not adding enough value. But remember the types of things, if you learn about your prospects, again, like the corporate lawyers, the corporate in-house lawyers in a survey, very recently said they want three things, industry news, 
legal updates, and business advice. You deliver those three things and it's truly helpful, then people will even look forward to your emails, whether it's weekly or monthly. There are people who give out so many things that are so valuable. I know someone who was emailing people two times a day and when they missed one, or a friend of a friend rather, when they missed one, they received emails saying, hey, where's my afternoon email? Because it was that valuable. You offer enough value, you're not the noise. You are the reason that they enjoy this medium, that they still have email and still pay attention to it and subscribe to stuff. But just make sure you give them a way to opt out, put a link down the end, say unsubscribe, whatever. If you use some email software, like what we recommend, ConvertKit, attorneymarketinginstitute.com slash ConvertKit. That's our referral link over there. That's what I use for Attorney Marketing Institute. Um, I think that link gives you at least a free 14-day trial. It might be a 30-day trial because you're referred over by us. If that doesn't, email me and uh, at nick at attorneymarketinginstitute.com. If you are looking to build an email list that has some really cool features, then I, I'll make sure I send you the link that gets you that free trial there. So those are three ways that lawyers are not doing enough in 2018 and they won't do enough in 2019. As much as we hear, when we're starting to now see podcasts being advertised all over the place, even commercials during sporting events, advertising podcasts, even big publications, but there's still just so few of those, especially compared to blogs, which is important. It is a good tool to promote your practice. And that is one of our courses, Blogging for Lawyers, on how to grow your law practice over at the academy. But when compared to blogs, when compared to other marketing strategies, very few lawyers are being podcast guests, are starting their own podcast and using them appropriately to, as a networking tool and as a relationship building tool to talk with not one prospect at a time, but hundreds of prospects at a time. And then email marketing, as much as email gets uh, questioned as to whether it's effective, it's still the best way to build a contact list because you're not subject to Google changing their algorithm or dropping Google Plus like they recently announced. Uh, you're not subject to Facebook deciding to throttle the, the reach of posts. You have a list of emails and they've given you permission to contact them. And if you're valuable enough, they will stick around and pay attention and you can earn their business in the future. So those are three ways to stand out. Thank you so much for sticking with us here at the Attorney Marketing Institute podcast. Remember, if you do join the Academy, now's the time to join. The first hundred people who subscribe will get in at $247 a month by using the code podcast. Make sure you enter that, go, that code podcast and that rate will lock you in. Even if five years from now, we're up to over $1,000 a month because we have dozens of courses or whatever and other instructors, whatever, well, however long we are there, you will be locked in as long as you don't leave and come back. So you get instant access to all those courses. Go to attorneymarketinginstitute.com slash academy. Enter that code podcast. We'll see you next time.